Cheers to the queers. Cheers to the queers. I sound loud. Is that too much? No, not at all. You okay. sound great. All right, cool. You sound wonderful. Hi. Hi. How, how are, are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh my god, wonderful. I'm wonderful. Wonderful and fantastic. You got a beautiful voice. Oh yeah, I mean stunning. Stun you're a fucking stunner. Stunning. Seriously, like I should go on to America's Best Voice. What was that show? It's America's Best Voice. That one. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. The singing show yes. with the guy who's mean. Uh, Is that still on? Jim Carrey. Yes. No, it wasn't Jim Carrey. It was. The oh other no, guy, you're right. The um, British guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricky Gervais. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't Ricky Gervais. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Hugh Grant. It was Hugh Grant? Sure. <laughs> it's totally not Hugh Grant. He's no. It was The Rock. I'm so stupid. Oh, you're right. Yeah, The yeah, Rock. Because he's so British. Yeah. Yeah. It was. My week was eventful. It was good. Um, I am house sitting per usual. Um, and we had a, a snowstorm and I had some car issues. So literally, I feel like most of my week was spent um, dusting cars. What do you do when you're clearing cars of the snow um, and moving cars? I mean, you can be dusting them also. That's fair. Yeah, I was not dusting. But you I was dust the snow off or... Shout out to Adrian, by the way, uh, my friend who is really fucking clever and funny. And she gets these like we have these inside jokes and she brings gifts. Like one time we I was talking to my friend Emily and we were talking about having like a meat guy, which sounds really weird out of context. But you know how like in old time you had like a milk guy and stuff like that. Yeah, like Alice, like Sam the butcher bringing Alice the meat. Yeah, I don't know who those are. Those people are from the but, Brady Bunch. Oh, I thought that was like outward, but okay. Yeah. So, um, again, not a show I've seen, but so yeah. So we we're talking about like my friend Emily and I were talking about having like a meat guy, and we ran into another friend of mine, Adrian, at Soho, and we all kind of got into this conversation. It was like a running joke, right? Well, one day I come home and there's a fucking kibasa on my front door with my name on it, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, this was a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. So I called my mom because I thought my mom was like, I don't know, like. But aren't you vegan? She, but yeah, but my mom. Yes, yes. But my mom likes to, like she used to, not really so much anymore. But her and like Gary would grocery shop and she drops. I don't know. My mom doesn't probably keep up on my dietary habits as much. So I was like, do you leave kielbasa on my porch and she's like what no and it was like days later that i figured out it was like a like a paper bag wrapped with my name on it that it was adrian oh my god for the that's meek, I think. so great well, the, the whole reason i'm telling the story again because i'm such a roundabout storyteller is that she um i was telling my roommates that one day my car was frozen right like snow on it ice and everything and i didn't have an ice scraper so i had this fake axe that i got from a halloween party at soho that i just used to chop the ice on my window perfect yeah it was dangerous but it was fine like it was good you know i got most of the ice off and stuff she must have heard that so she dangerous i mean like it's plastic right yeah but i was hitting the windows and so i was a little afraid that like they could crack you know because you have to hit it kind of hard to break the ice um well adrian overheard this and she was so lovely and she showed up to the house one day with a fucking like all-star ice scraper and Aww. i've never had one so 
I just have to say shout out to Adrian because it made this whole week easier because his ice scrapers are the real deal. Yo, Adrian. Yeah. Adrian. <laughs> but so I had this like, it is not only an ice scraper, but it has like a little broom at the other end. Beautiful. Oh, that's nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Who knew that fucking ice scrapers, they make it so much easier. I mean, you know, listen, a good windshield wiper is also. I don't, I don't have those. Though. Neither do I. I never do. That's the thing. I feel like the second I get a new pair, like it becomes winter again and things get frozen and ice deforms everything so <laughs> right? it's like they're never good ever again other than like the first time you put them on yeah i had i have um god i'm so weirdly cheap with some things uh sushi oh spend hundreds of dollars no problem daily all the time buying food like stuff i can't afford fucking i've had the same windshield waivers for five years and the oh best part god. is is i just switch them <laughs> Because I just need the driver's side one better. So when that one goes bad, I switch them. And I just keep switching them. Oh, my and the God. Guy, my guys at the oil change place, I go to the same oil change place. Um, shout out to the oil change place in Ferndale and Nine Mile and Hilton. Those guys are awesome. If you need an oil change, go there. Uh, they did not sponsor us, but they're really good. And they're always helpful. They finally put new ones on last time. And he's like, these are a couple used ones I have. I'm not going to charge you. Oh, that's, that's really <laughs> nice. They were so bad. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so my car, my, my car, my whole week was like, I felt like dicking around with cars and snow. And so it was eventful. That's ugly. I, You know what? Dicking around with cars is just not fun for me at all. I don't want to even own a car at this point. I no? just don't. I don't. I see my thing. I know I, I have, there is a certain necessity to owning a car, but like the car that I have right now. I love your car. It's too big. I don't need that big of a car. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a gigantic beast of a car. I just need something. She has a Hummer, by the way. <laughs> I need something. I people to think you're tiny. A <laughs> I'm, I'm a baller. Uh, but no, I need something tiny that is just more economical. You know what yeah. I mean? It's an, I mean, what I drive is like a green SUV. I know you think it's brown. It is but brown. It's green. I'm not exactly sure what kind of car it is. But it's big. It's a monster. I don't. It's just too big for me. I and I like your car a lot. I think it's a great size. It's kind of a mid mid size SUV. It's 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 kind of like the size of a Forester, like a Subaru Forester, like not no super I big. I think like it's bigger. I don't think it's not like huge. Maybe one of the smaller older Explorers. Like it's not huge. It's not like a um. You like, you, you, you can't explain a Forester to me or uh, Explorer. I understand Forester because that's what Amy has, but. Explorer is like meaningless. It's like a, it, other unless you're talking about uh, Star Trek. Well, you're a dork. <laughs> um, well, anyway, yeah. So I, yeah, it's my whole week was yeah that and lots of cars and I you know I would think. So I, th I, I lived in Boston for a while when, and not and I didn't have a car. You definitely do not need a car there. Yeah, but I constantly like. I love like escaping for a day. I need a car because it's my my favorite thing in the world to do is drive. I get that. And honestly, like that's one of the things that like I loved when I lived in a place where it was a lot easier to escape from it. Sure. I mean, to escape from the metro Detroit area, you have to drive significantly. Yeah, I can I can I can give you escape routes before you actually get escaped. Do you know what I'm saying? Here's and that's the deal. The thing. Here's it's the deal. Like when I lived in Kalamazoo, I could go up uh, the main road there, M43, 
and just turn off after a certain point and just sort of just start wandering and I'd get lost and find lakes everywhere. Yeah. It was just so beautiful. It's really beautiful out there. But here, a little trick for out here because I've I've found every route because that's my, I'm obsessed with it. I can't, I can't be still. Um, If you take uh, any of the mile roads, 9, 10, 11, anything, all the way east and you come up to St. Clair Shores, uh, that road there will take you north and it is one of the most beautiful drives. So if you just keep heading north, it'll basically take you on the outside of the thumb. So you'll do like a lake tour first, but then you'll get to like Marine City. But you've got to take that eight, nine or whatever yeah, mile a- all the way up to that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. And it is about 14 that's- miles. You're right. That's it's a fourteen drive. miles. You can't. You're right. <laughs> listen, it's literally. I think it's like eleven miles. So don't listen to Evie if you're in Michigan. But let me finish real quick because you take if you take that north a little bit and you get like past Marine City, there's marshes and it is so beautiful up there in the marshes and you can like there's places to pull off and park and you can walk through and it's. I mean, it literally looks like you're in a different state. Like, it looks like you're almost in like, um, uh, like Cape Cod or something. Like, it's it's got the like straw, not straw, but like the, you know, that kind of like the, the vegetation, grass. yeah, yeah. And like, it's just it's so beautiful. And then it has all the um, uh, the little canals too. And then if you keep heading north, I mean, you can take it all the way up to Port Austin. And it, I mean, it's a, an afternoon, but it's beautiful there. Yeah. So it's wow. an easy drive. It is 11 miles, though. So you're right. I'm so sorry. It's not walking <laughs> distance. How was your week, by the way? Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. My week was fine. It wasn't a particularly good week. It wasn't a particularly bad week. I've been, you know, I've been kind of just going through some stuff and I've just been going through some stuff. Mm, I and, hope everything's okay. Oh, everything's fine. You know, it's just, like I said, you know, the turning 50 and all of that shit kind of fucked with me and coming home after our trip and all of that stuff. So well, just I, been trying to get myself kind of back on track, you know, yeah. kind of the fake it till you make it kind of thing. Yeah. I know weather affects you and it really does. Coming from LA where it's fucking, even if it's not super warm, it's sunny every day. Like I'm yeah. sure that's, it does definitely. And I don't know. I mean like this week I spent most of my time playing with my dolls and working on the butterfly wings for my drunk butterfly. And that was incredibly satisfying. Okay. But other than that, that's that was pretty much the highlight of my week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thick of it. This these next few weeks are kind of the exactly. I feel like these are the rough parts of winter where it's just yes. This is yeah. the time where it really starts to wear on yeah. my mental health, especially, and it's just like oh my god. Once February once February hits, it's the shortest month of winter. Mm-hmm. I start to feel a little bit of hope near the you know middle or end of february so. yeah just i don't know march weeks. i feel like march is the worst because you think it should be nicer and it's not uh, yeah i don't know i mean like march i feel like there's there is more hope yeah my birthday's in march and yeah. my birthday by is the end always of march, a bad day usually the though like you've had some nice spring days where it like smells you can you can smell the earth coming back to uh. life you can smell the like dirt and the earthworms and the fresh green buds are coming out and it's so beautiful yeah um it's definitely nicer a little further south in uh-huh. uh, a little pineville kentucky a little appalachia oh, yeah. spring is really nice there it really yeah. happens early i hear, so. I hear that's yeah. true yeah um no regrets yeah, no, you got to live a life without regrets. Right? Should we get to topic? Let's not regret it and okay. get to topic. Okay.
the biggest regret for my season is setting everything with banana powder. I was clearly trying to be yellow and a banana, and that's for today, not for season eight. Regrets. I've made a few. I've, I've had a few. Had so many. Or not. Have I? I don't know. Am I a re regretful person? Ooh, that's Have a I good lived question. a regrettable life? And if you have lived a regrettable life, does that like, is that like a compliment in a way? Like, is that like a good thing? Or is it a thing that you should disdain? I don't know. So I remember thinking, um, actually, I don't remember where I heard this. Something about living a regrettable life usually results in somebody writing a book about you. It was like, I can't remember the, I can't remember the quote, the context, but it was like, um, you're either the person who writes books or the person that somebody writes a book about you. And if you lived a regrettable life, it's usually the, the you know, the latter. Yeah. So like, yeah, That's I don't know. kind of a fun quote. I, I love that. But I can't remember. Oh, my God. I think it's Gossip Girl. Hey, you know what? I think it's Long Chuck Bass. Long live Chuck Bass. I think it's Chuck Bass and Gossip Girl. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, listen, we're all about the highbrow, like cultural, like touch points in our society right? and frankly gossip girl is one of the highest brows it really is and people who like disagree are downers. thumbs down two thumbs down um well if you haven't gathered already we this week we're, talking we're about regretfully talking about regrets regrets <laughs> regrets do you regret your life um no uh no regrets. i think regret is a really interesting thing because in some ways, realistically, I feel like, yeah, we all have a lot of regrets. But then there's this other part of us that kind of wants to, like, hold on to the idea of, like, no regrets. Like, if I, if I were, you know, if I were to, like, change things, then it wouldn't be where I'm at. There has to be, like, this sort of, like, innate positivity because it's so hard to wallow in. Right. Well, I think that, like, I think that. Generally speaking, when we're talking about not living a life of regret, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about not missing out on the big opportunities, sure. the, the things that, you know, like the big job offer, the big love interest, the big whatever, you know. Something you have to put yourself out there for. Right, yeah. right. But I feel like it's a lot more nuanced than that. Like I think when when I was younger, I think that that's how I thought of it. Yeah. In general, like it just in general, like I'm not going to live a life of regret, right? I'm going to make the choices, the big moves. I'm going to do the things, right? Yeah. But I think that it also means like smaller things too, right? Like not regretting not just the choices you've made, but the 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 way you've made the choices, the 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 way you've decided to implement the choices that you've sure. made, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so like, for example, like say, you know, you want to quit your job, Yeah. you know, and, and you work with really fantastic, amazing people and you can go out in a blaze of glory and fuck all of those people over and yeah, potentially have regret about that. Right. Or you can go out in a way that doesn't fuck those people over, but still like leaves a mark. Oh, you just you nailed it saying? on the fucking head. This is exactly why I wanted to talk about it is that nuance right there. That idea of like living this kind of, um, you know, sort of free for all life and like having this existence that like 
where maybe it's a little hedonistic where you're like, you know, I'm living for myself, no regrets. But then also like, should you have some regrets? And should right. you take other people into consideration? I think that's exactly yeah. it. I think that exactly what you just said yeah. is is sort of the that distinction of like, okay, yeah, I mean, I can go ahead and make these choices and not worry about consequences. <laughs> or I can, you know, make these choices and have the consequences affect me and potentially have some regret about that. Sure. And maybe still not regret the ultimate choice. Yeah. Right. But a, regret the outcome or regret the way it made people feel or while making the choice. Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, I think that's where all the nuance comes in. And I think that like we're often like sort of pigeonholed or, or, or that's the way we think about it is like, well, this is what's best for me. But when you do think about the world that way, you aren't thinking about a really full picture, not a, a three-dimensional picture. You're thinking about a one-dimensional picture because you're just thinking about you. Oh, I love that. Um, oh, so yes, yes, yes to everything you said. I think uh, I, as, as a young person, I somehow got my fucking hands on a copy of um, The Fountainhead, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, Ayn listen. Ayn Rand, listen, I live though. without regret. I know. Listen, I, listen. listen, I thought the Ayn Rand movies were fucking amazing when I was young, so. <laughs> the movies yeah. were it was bad. But, terrible. Terrible. But, but, absolutely okay, horrible. So, but listen, so I read The Fountainhead and romanticized the fuck out of it. I also read Atlas Shrugged, The Virtue of Selfishness, also, all of it. And I really kind of sort of... Um, fell in love with this idea of objectivism, which if you folks aren't familiar with, it's basically this idea of like, essentially it boils down to you doing what's right for you, you know, doing the best you can do really just not like, like, um, uh, what is that word where you're doing things for other people? Selflessness. Yeah, but there's a better word for it. Um, anyway, so staying the fuck away from that and just being selfish and just making all the right decisions for you. If you do that and if everybody does that, the world will, you know, function in a more harmonious way. Like and it's it, it just doesn't work that way. Right. Well, I mean, the thing about it, first of all, is that altruism. Sorry. Okay. Altruism. Yeah. The thing about that objectivism is is it's not objectivism at all it's subjectivism well do you know what i'm saying yeah but 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 her theory is literally called objectivism i understand yeah. that that's what i'm saying though is that it's not a in any way objective because it's not an objective good that you're seeking it's, it's a subjective, subjective good. good yes so the idea that it's objectivism at all is already like I, a I, false idea to me do you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah i mean the, the narrative is super problematic and i honestly like well when i was younger it was it, there's no other reason that it was just kind of like obscure and like interesting and that's why i agree and it. it appealed to me when i was younger as well because i liked the idea that like i loved this idea that i am only responsible for myself sure and i'm only responsible to make myself happy right which in a lot of ways yes that's true yeah but when I'm not concerned or when I just don't have to worry about the effects of that on other people around me, like that's kind of where it like loses me yeah. now. You know what I'm well, saying? But as a, as a youngin, I thought that was great because like, listen, I'm not, I'm not responsible for, for your feelings. Yeah. And you think, you know, like, oh wait, no, I'm actually doing the best by doing the best what's for me that, you know, which doesn't actually work. And I mean, considering the 
you know, when where Ayn Rand, like her life and what she like grew up in and when, where she came from. I mean, understandably, the circumstances were so different. And the whole situation is just it's out of touch with reality. But that being said, there's kind of this romantic idea of like no fucking regrets. Like, you know, this whole idea of like all's fair in love and war, no regrets, all this other like like cliches that I don't know, I really, really leaned into as a young person. And in some ways, I feel like it, you know, the things that I've done in my life, and it, it, it made me do some pretty fucking courageous things. Now, you know, I mean, regrets, we'll get into that a little yeah. bit. Do I have regrets about those courageous things? This is a different story. But it did give me that sort of like, kind of push to like, do these things. And like, the idea like, of regret, like, looming down on me was such a force in making me do kind of ridiculous shit. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous shit. I think that's fair for me as well. And there's also something else, which I think is actually, it is something that I still actually do sort of live by. And, um, it was something that my dad said to me a long time ago that his mom had said to him. Yeah. And it was something about like, I don't know. I can't remember what I was trying to make a decision about, uh, but it had to do, you know, money is always an issue, right? Sure. If you're trying to do whatever, money is always going to be an issue if you are a person without money. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And so uh, my dad said to me, you know, you don't want to make a decision like this based on money. He's like, you want to make a decision like this based on your actual like it, because if you make every decision based on money you're going to regret most of your life he's like you're going to be on your deathbed thinking like oh should i have worked that day or yeah. should i have you know taken that day off and done x y or z you know yeah. what i'm saying and and that has kind of lived with me and i i i, I definitely take that with me i mean like certainly i mean there's a limit to that obviously right i mean like you can't live without you know what though my problem is is that i didn't see that limit that that idea what you're talking about right now what your dad said somehow or another that was said to me or something i I grabbed that at some point in a young age and i did not fucking let go and it put me in a little bit of a pickle which i'll get into oh me too listen like i have been (laughs) it's very very so deeply in debt that there is no crawling (laughs) out of it like to the point where like I couldn't get a checking account. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've I've oh, been yeah. <laughs> to all the places like in terms of all the things. But I mean, like I still think that's good advice, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, within your means, you know, if, if something is is hinging on, you know, a, a little bit of money, you know, like just yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, money's not going to do anything for you at the end. At the end, no, it's so not. You're going to be buried But you know what's going to yeah. do something for you is that fucking weekend trip that you decided yeah. to take, even though you had to take the weekend off and didn't get any money that weekend, right? Yes. You're, because you are living that kind of a lifestyle where, you know, you are dependent on your paycheck. If you don't work, you don't get paid. Lots of us live that way. <laughs> So I, um, I'll just, I'll break it down to you. I am 42 right now. Right. Uh, I have never had credit. You're so young. I mean, yeah, like no, I no, was no. born in 1935. So like, I love that you are <laughs> like, just no, such, listen though, that you are my connection to the youth. Shut up. So I've n- I never had credit. I never had anything because of everything we're talking about. I, when I say I lived it to the fullest, I mean, I lived everywhere 
right? In this country. I have had the best experiences. I have lived 10 fucking lives. I would not trade that for anything in the world. Now, here's kind of in the middle, the crux. Like, I'm at the point now where for some reason or another, I don't live that life. And I don't know why. I, I don't. It's not fear. I just don't know that I want to as much. Like, if the right person in the right circumstance came, I would do anything. But, like, also, I'm not as, like, bold as to you know i moved to I'm a, i fucking moved to california with like 400 dollars multiple times <laughs> i've moved all over the country i've lived everywhere i've done everything i've been poor I've, you know new york city this that and the other everything but like now i kind of bask in these comforts right like i'm just like life and i'm just the idea of changing it is not as attractive or romantic as it was yeah however i am completely okay with every choice i made because I, the idea of not having those experiences and then what if I was still where I'm at now, then it would be so fucking depressing. Now I'm finally at a place where financially I'm actually pretty good. Like I really raised my credit score up. I got everything in check. Everything's good. I don't, and now, so now I've kind of had both. Right. And I don't know what, like, I certainly don't care as much about this shit as I did the other stuff. Yeah. I will say that like, yeah, there were times where I was legit running from like creditors. Like, oh, not absolutely. Myself, not myself as much, but like m- my partner, we had a car together, and there were times where we owed fucking money on that car. And there were times where it was like, you know, um, and I was a big part of that. Like, I was just like, let's just go to a different state. Let's do this, you know? And yeah, was it, were they terrible decisions? Yeah. But like that whole idea of no regrets, that mantra was like, so deep and like grained in me that like I made some craziest choices. Okay. But but here's the question. Yes. I get it. Okay. I get where you're coming from with all of that, but here's the question. When you're living that life of no regrets, no, no regrets, no regrets, no regrets. (laughs) Um, how often does it turn out to be a regrettable thing? Right? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, so I mean, in terms of like the consequences around it, like, so you make this really crazy, wild, awesome decision and you go and do the thing, but then, and it's wonderful and amazing and all the things. And then when it kind of comes to full fruition, it's like, oh, if only I hadn't done that, then X, Y, and Z, you know what I'm saying? Like those kinds of like, so you're trying to live a life without regrets, but then that ends up being a regrettable fucking choice. So I've thought about this since we just, since we decided to talk about this, I thought about it a lot and, and I'm not trying to make any like proclamation here, but I will say not one time. There's not one thing that happened that wasn't worth the reason that it happened because only because I'm, and I'm not saying go out there and just fuck all and whatever, because I was like very, very blessed in the way that I was able to like have the most ridiculous, incredible adventures. And I, you know, was lucky to have that with another person often most times and stuff. And we made some regrettable decisions as far as finances go. And yeah, it was harder to get it together at a later age, but we did do it. And we had those fucking experiences under our belt. And so, yeah, I mean, I can't think, no, there are, there are some regrets that I do have that I will get into, but overall, Big picture, the things that I did when I was younger, no, I don't regret it because I've had the coolest life. Yeah. Now, regrets. Well, I have have a few. You do. (laughs) I have a fucking few. 
I mean, I think that I've made some definite regrettable choices. Sure. Choices that I, you know, look back on and think, oh, I wish I had not taken that path. But then I'm also of the mindset of, but I do like where I have come and yeah. the person that I've become because of the different choices and different regrettable decisions that I've sure. made. Right. You know, so it's sort of like, even if I may regret, you know, my behavior in a certain situation or making the choice to, you know, well, start doing heroin, for example, like that, yeah. that's a really big fucking regret. Right. That in sounds my regrettable. Life. That it's sounds regrettable. very yeah. regrettable and regretful. Um, but at the same time, it's like, but I am happy with where I've gotten to. And and could I have gotten here without making those choices? Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, a I million certainly percent. regret all of the pain that I put like my family through like a million times. Like that is so regret regrettable, regretful. Um, but you know, so like that's sort of like kind of that's I think the tricky part about regret. So you know what I'm saying? Because I do, like, generally speaking, I think my life's pretty fucking awesome. Like, yeah. I really actually like where my life is headed and where I've, like, kind of come from and where I've gone, you know? And I think that good things are, like, still in the mix for me. So you don't have, like, this kind of, like, looming feeling of regret of, like, decisions you made? Like, oh. Yeah, because I feel like some people do literally live their life in that, like, shadow. You know what I mean? Like, like regret is, like, a, a well, big part of their life. I, I, I agree. And I think that, like, I think that's something that you and I both have in common is that you and I have both made a lot of, like, crazy-ass, wild motherfucking choices. Wild. And so <laughs> in that, like, we've both had a lot of, like, experiences that yeah. would not have happened without those choices yes, and without the sometimes regrettable consequences. But like, ultimately it's like, you know, it's like some people wait until they retire to live their lives. Right. But I don't not feel us. like either of us not have us. done that. <laughs> and I think that that's something that like, I, I do value so much about the life that I've lived. You know, it's like, I don't feel like, I have to look forward to retirement. Like, I feel like I've lived a fucking like cool ass existence. Same. Now I seriously do want to retire and look forward to that as well. Right. Yeah. But you know, it's not like, I mean, I feel like I'm at that point where I'm like, okay, these are the, the things that I want to do. I'm going to make happen. There are certain people that like live in that, that idea of like, Oh, retirement, you know, I'm only going to wait for that. Yes. I feel like, I feel like that is actually the kind of sort of, um, attitude with, especially in this country, like people, like it's a real wait, wait and see a real wait. Like, uh, you're going to be rewarded at the end yes. of this like bullshit. Like I have a work friend yeah. who, um, I was recently texting with and he is, uh, He's he and his wife are pregnant. They're about to have a baby and blah, blah, blah. These wonderful things are happening for them. But like a couple of years ago when I first met him, you know, it was like, so, you know, why haven't you proposed to your girlfriend yet? And because they had been dating for a long time and, and he was very clear that he wanted to marry her. And part of the reason was because he didn't have the money saved up. Right. To so, propose? To propose. Oh, for like a ring? Well, no, not just for a ring, but for a house. Like he wanted to have all his ducks in order. In or and it, I am I was just like, 
God, but what if that never happens? Right. I mean, like, you know, you're going to, you're gonna like miss out on having this great like love affair if you don't <laughs> right? just, like, yes. fucking go for it. Like, what are you waiting for? Oh like, my God. You I know, wonder, I wonder if that's a, in, in kind of like a heteronormative way more common between hetero folks. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I Actually, I, I feel I can't like comment on that. You can't comment on it. You can't speak on it, but you can comment on it, you dork. Uh, no comment to the media. I'm sorry, paparazzi. I'm busy right Thank now. Thank you. You're right. You're right. We are having a podcast, but <laughs> no comment to the media. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I literally proposed with like $11 in my pocket. Did we get married? No. But <laughs> still, we had a fucking bomb ass engagement. I proposed under a tree and then I looked at the name of it and it was called the Fagus Tree. <laughs> and just it was a great story perfect on christmas Absolutely. day don't do that yeah well but like still it was beautiful and the boston Jesus coming yeah. is born and let's get married <laughs> no but it was like a fucking beautiful experience that had nothing to do with i can't imagine having to like well i can't i gotta fucking be able to afford well this a place is what i'm to, saying yeah. so i mean like that kind of like that takes the that romance kind of, out of life you know like sort of yes and so i mean like I mean, I don't feel like I've got those kinds of like regrets. Like I, yeah. you know, I mean, no, yeah. And I'm glad for that. But I, I, I definitely do have other kinds of regrets. But I also, I guess, I'm kind of glad for those too. I can't. I there are so many people in the world, and so many people I know that I see that like follow this really traditional path. And I don't know if that's bad or good. I feel like having kids changes things a bit too, though, because I like personally, I love children, and I would love to have kids. And like my nieces and nephews are everything to me, and I would make concessions for them, and it wouldn't be a regretful thing. Like there's nothing I would rather do any night. There's never a night I'd rather do something crazy than hang out with them. Like, I love them to death. So yeah. I can see making concessions for kids and, like, not being regretful. But that's personally, like, for sure. some people are regretful having kids. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, also, I'm, I mean, I had some really great experiences. So I'm coming at it from that perspective. But I do know a lot of people who just had kids really early on and haven't had those experiences. Now, they've had different experiences because they do have kids. But sure. Like, and I'm sure that, like, for some of them, you know, Having kids might have been like in some ways regrettable. Yeah. But at the same time has also brought them like kind of the same kind of like life experiences and joy sure, that, yeah. that they never would have well, experienced otherwise, you know, kind yeah. of like similar to, you know, we've made regrettable choices, but we still don't necessarily regret the consequences. No, right? I mean, but I will say at this point in my life now, the one thing I do regret is not having kids. And oh, you know yeah. that about me, you yeah. know, I want, I want kids. And yeah. I mean, I'm at the point where I'm probably too old to have them, have them, but like, well, you would be considered a geriatric pregnancy. I can tell you that. I fucking hate you. Yeah. Well, listen, my sister was 37 and they were like, you're geriatric pregnancy. God, I so. hate this world. <laughs> but anyway, I do regret that. And I mean, I mean like, why are you calling a 37 year old woman geriatric <laughs> in any way, shape or form? It's not 1235 any longer. It's 1235. 2021, 2022, what the fuck ever. Yes. No, I, I mean, I do, I, I do regret that. And I mean, maybe it'll come in the way of like, you know, either a partner or like uh, adoption or something. I don't know, whatever yeah. the case is, but like, you know. Um, but in a lot of ways, especially as close as you are with all of your like, nephews, nieces yeah. and nephews, like 
you are definitely forming and shaping those little minds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And those little personalities. And you're having an impact on their world. Sure. I like to hear that. Yeah. 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 I, that's absolutely true. You know what's weird, though? That we're, the child bearing regret thing didn't come at the right time like it would have been great if it would have came in my late 20s <laughs> but the fact that it came in my like very 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 late 30s was like what the f well, well wow, I, you're you really setting what, me up here you know what that is though I feel like that's pretty common I, really? I do feel I like that's common for women who have made a choice not to have kids and they are kind of coming up on that age of like no longer being able to yeah. like potentially have children because before you were you had a choice yeah and it's getting to a point where you no longer have a choice I know right and so that's where like that's where I think a lot of women like or I guess maybe not women is the right word the reproductive beings sure um, people who have children childbearing beings um you know I think that is pretty common for for people when they get to that point you know I I can't say that that's been true for me. I mean, like, I'm definitely we going through some perimenopause, but like, I'm I'm very pleased with not have ha having children had yeah. children. Yes, I am so happy to be an auntie, and I'm loving that life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I do like all the. I like the being able stuff, to be yeah. sick. I like being able to oh. like, go on vacation. You know, not yeah. well. I don't like being sick, but you know what I mean. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Being able to fucking lay down and not have to yeah. fucking answer somebody's question. I want I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, mom. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm sick. Okay. Well, no. See, I, then I would I, I would have a yeah. life way more full of regret if I had had children. I love that for you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that even I'm. I don't know that I'm regretful. I don't know that I was meant to. I don't feel like that that biological thing, but it's just more of like an emotional thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I still feel like it'll happen in some other way. Yeah. You know. I'll bet it will. Yeah. So I have a question. Do you have any? I don't know how to word this well, but any regrets about people in your life like I know you're obviously in a relationship blah 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 like all this stuff so like it'd be hard to say like you know regrets with your ex-husband or regrets with whatever an ex but do you have any of those and if not why and if so why I think the only regrets that I have like in terms of like well, I definitely have some regrettable exes. That is 100% okay. true. Definitely okay. regrettable exes. Exes that I wish I could, like, if I could, like, what is that that movie, The Sunshine of Your Mind? The one, or the Total Recall, whatever the fuck it is, where they clear your fucking mind. <laughs> Give me. Oh, wait, it's Terminator <laughs> of the, Terminator of the Mind. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Sunshine of the Great. Spotless Mind. Spotless and endless love. Go ahead. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Eternal sunshine of the. Spotless mind. That's the one where they yes, yeah. erase Wipe the it. memories. Yep. Yeah. Sure. You do. Like, if, if I could erase certain people from my memory, yeah. I absolutely would. Yes. Cause they were regrettable people. Like, like people that are just like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed that I dated that person. Yeah. Because it's so interesting because they're just like, you in some way shape or form and I also like I mean to be fair like I didn't have a great picker when I was younger you know what I'm saying like I picked a lot of like really douchey narcissistic very charismatic and 
attractive people, but <laughs> that's kind of all they had going on. God, Do you know what I'm such saying? Such a fucking sucker for that. Same. And so, like, so I've I've made some regrettable decisions sure, that sure. way, right? So not necessarily the best people, like substantially, but substantially they're not do you think that i feel they... a little bit like alexis rose i know right we're, we have so much of that <laughs> do you think that they regret you oh i'm sure i've made them regret me yeah at some point or another interesting um maybe not i don't know um in terms of the exes that i don't regret but i do have like some maybe regret around like the way I may have treated them or whatever. Do you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I can say that definitively for my ex-husband, for example, you know, I mean like uh, most of my other exes I feel okay about. I think that there were some things with him that I could have handled in a better way. And sure. I do kind of regret some of that stuff, but I mean, but at the same time, to be fair, I mean, we're in a good place, you know, at this point in our lives with each other and like, we're good friends. So it's like, I know that there's no like harbored ill feelings on his part. So I'm not particularly worried about that. It's more like, you know, sort of looking back on myself and reflecting back on who, how I wish I could have been a better person. Does that make sense? Absolutely. What yeah. about you? Uh, well, you know, I thought a lot about this. So there's this part of my brain that's hardwired to think of the other person first. And so like, yes, in my head, there are people that I regret entirely. But also then I start thinking this weird thing. Like I have this ex-girlfriend who is now married with kids and stuff. And I there's this weird fucking part of me that can't get over the fact that I'm like, well, if we didn't date, she wouldn't be here and she wouldn't have met that dude. But then she also wouldn't have those kids. And so then I'm like, I know that sounds so fucking insufferable. And I'm like, it, but I start feeling like, okay, I guess I can be that for her. Because I feel I can't imagine. I don't, I don't even talk to her anymore. But also like I, the idea of like somebody not having their kids or I'm like, okay, I can take one for the team. Which is so fucking weird, but that's how my head works. So yeah. I'm like, no, I can't regret it. Like, regrettably, yeah. Although, although I will say she was awesome in so many ways. We had such a fun relationship. We had such good times together. But like the heartbreak I went through, you know, worth was it worth you know the time we had together? Probably not. But also, then I'm like, well, if we were together, she wouldn't be here, and she wouldn't have met that douche. Which I can say he's a douche. So I don't care about him. But then she would never kids, and then it's like. I don't like to think about anybody not having their kids. So then I'm like, okay, so what does any of that have to do with you? Nothing. But I'm also like, I can't regret it because the whole reason that she okay. met him. I know, I know. But I know. you can regret it I know. On, on your I own know, behalf, but I know, right? but but I will say that is a weird, like emotional crutch that I have that I can't get rid of. Like even another ex-girlfriend I have who's married where I'm like, well, if we weren't together, then she would have met a wife. And, and it's so stupid. It makes me feel like a martyr. And I'm not trying to like make myself out like that, but that my brain yeah. tries to like make things like, okay, well, don't regret it because these people got to certain places in their life. And I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not self-deprecating. I am in some ways, but not in the way that I'm like would really sacrifice myself, all these people. And I'm not like, you know, I know I'm worth more than that. And I know I'll pro maybe I'll end up with somebody and it'll be like, great, whatever. But like, also I do have this fucking weird ass feelings of like, 
fuck, yeah, okay, I guess I'll take them for the team because that had to happen. I had to happen for them to get there. And it's weird. It's, it's weird that you think about it in those terms as opposed to like in terms of like first person because you're thinking more about like second person yep. stuff as opposed to your own. hundred percent like, do. So in terms of your own regrets though, again, outside I will... of whether or not this person would have had their kids or that yeah, person would have had their kids. If everything or... else would have happened the same, yeah, the I do kind of regret it because like. I'm not even friends with the the other ex that has kids. I'm not. We're not even friends. We don't talk. We don't exist in the same world. Like, so yeah. What What do you regret though? Is it like the way like it played out? I guess I like regret the fact that we moved on from friendship into a relationship. We were best friends first. We were best friends for a while, and we had a really fucking cool friendship. And then we decided to just be together and move out to Las Vegas and be in a relationship. And it was like this. And it was really fun. Actually, I can't even say that I regret it because. That whole time was really fucking fun. But there's this part of me that just wishes we would have just stayed friends gotcha. and not got into any of that. So it wouldn't have turned into what it turned so into. So it's, it's regret of like how like things kind of ended up as opposed to regretting it's regret like, about the making things the, so, that you a- ended up actually doing, right? It's, it's regret about the fucking day that we both decided to walk out of a restaurant job that this job I love. And I fucked it up so bad because of one dumb afternoon and being in love with this fuck. First of all, I was in love with this girl. This girl, like, she just, I, I was in love with her. And she was my best friend. And it was all fucked up and weird. But also, I would have literally jumped in a volcano if she asked me to. Like, I was in love with her. And we had a, we worked together. And we were best friends. And we worked together. And we had this fucking awful day. And we were both, she was like, let's just get fucking, fucking done with this job. And I'm like, I am too. And totally walked out. And the stupid part is, is that job was amazing. And it was a restaurant job, but I made a ton of money there. It was a great job. I worked with great people. It would have taken me a lot of places and I fucked it all up. I would have followed that girl literally into a yeah. bear cave. So do you ever like kind of go down those paths though of like in your own mind mm-hmm. of like what would have happened if I hadn't have made that decision? Yeah, that I would have you know probably, what I, mean? I would have definitely still been in Boston. I But do you, do you have those sort of like yeah. In your head, like fantasies of like, oh, okay, what if I had made a different decision yes. here? I don't want to because I realistically, I ha- so I'm the type of person that's like, there's the glass half full, glass half empty person. And I am a million percent the glass half full. I have to find the good in everything. I can't sit in shit. Like I can't sit in bad. Like I am very disappointed in myself that I made that choice with her. And I made that choice with her a couple times, to be fair. I'm very disappointed in the way that I did certain things. But also, I'm not the type of person that can sit and like look at all that and just think about like the bad. I don't I don't sit in bad. I can't do it. Even if, if there's anything bad, I have to look at the good and find the good immediately. My brain does not function in like fucking sewage. It just doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, I have to, like, think of all the positive. But, yeah, I've had those moments where I'm like, fuck, that was such a bad choice. I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. We didn't go together. I would have stayed in Boston. It would have been fun. She would have stayed there, too. She probably would end up marrying a dude anyway, had those kids, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it happened. So, yeah, I guess I have to, like, the way I have to look at it is, like, she was meant to have those kids. Yeah. She was meant to come here for whatever reason. I wish her well in that way. It sucks that it was on my like back, but whatever. And so I don't know. Well, something that I've had to actually sort of kind of come to terms with as a choice that I made 
as opposed to trying to blame it on somebody else and like not yes. take, you know, that kind of responsibility is that like in terms of like regret, right? And it's something that kind of bubbles up for me every now and again with Amos. And it's the one thing in our relationship that will bubble up for me in terms of regret. And that is when we first got together, she told me that she was willing to leave Michigan. And like not in the near term, but, you know, eventually. And um, since then, like it seems sort of like <laughs> mm, probably not going to happen. Maybe eventually it will. And so every now and again, it's one of those things that kind of bubbles up for me as like, uh, mm, I feel like I was a little bit misled. And at the same time, like, I also know that I was not misled, right? Like, I mean, she was upfront with me about where she was coming from about things, right? But I made a choice that I do every now and again, think back on and think, mm, do I really want to be in Michigan? And it's mostly just about that, right? It's never yeah. about like the relationships that I've made. It's never about any of those other things. It's about like, am I living where I want to be living? And I mean, if we're talking geographically, no, absolutely. I'm yeah. not living where I'm living, love where I'm living or, you know what I mean? All of those things. But when it kind of comes down to like the choices that I've made and all of the things, like I am again, really happy with my life and the choices that I've made, you know, but I do have that sort of internal struggle every now and again when Amos and I are arguing and oh, you know we yeah, have those things yeah. that come up and it's like I made a choice to stay here for you but then I have to sort of kind of come back to it and be like no you know what Yvonne you made this choice for yourself yeah I did this to myself like she didn't say you have to stay here for me never those words never you know what I'm saying yeah so it's like I do have that struggle that's interesting that comes yeah. up every now and again for me sure. but that's sort of the only no, that, kind of thing I mean, in terms of my yeah. current relationship. That's a, that's, I mean, that's a big one though. Like, you know, the idea that we can all go wherever and we're here does kind of, you know, I wonder with her, with my ex, what her regrets are. I shouldn't, cause I shouldn't care, but I am curious because yeah. the fact that she, like one of the wildest things to me is that she lives here still. And like she didn't grow up here. She I know she up, had no roots here. No, like, she grew up in Massachusetts. The, yeah. You were but the she, branch that helped yeah. the apple fall or whatever. And she stayed here. She lives like in Westland in Michigan. And I'm always like, girl, I wonder if you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who knows? You know, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't I know. Mean, I think about that stuff too, like in terms of, you know, some the, of impact you've had on other people mm. I, I do think that of, of like that like sometimes too like if that's if they sit back and think like well, yeah. I wouldn't have done that because of this or this yeah yeah I don't know it's huh. weird regrets are weird like it's it a, is it's a, it's a really weird thing to yeah I don't want to regret things though because I don't feel like there's any satisfaction in that. Like No, there's absolutely none. I think we all know that. Like regret sucks. But like, also, even when it's yeah. something simple as like I regret saying that to you in the way that I said it to you, you know, like 
even that kind of regret sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like, oh, I'm sorry. I said it in this shitty kind of way as opposed to. Yeah. A more articulate way or yes. something like with more consideration. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like those, even those tiny regrets, they fucking wear you down, man. Yeah. I, you know, and I, th- and then I think about more casual relationships I've had in the last couple of years, like people I've dated and like. I probably feel like they, some of them regret me. <laughs> well, what about friendships? Do uh, you have friendship regrets at all? Like, I mean, even if they're like no longer friends of yours, yeah, like people I, that you are no longer in contact with. I have with one big one. Like a regret yeah, over. And I can say her name because we're not, we're not friends. We're gonna, but Allison. Allison is a huge fucking regret. She was, Allison. I know who she you're was talking about, yeah. one of my best friends. And truth be told, I I don't know what I could have done differently. So I don't know in that way what I don't so know the what regret, that regret would like, be. Sort of revolves around more like losing the friendship as yeah. opposed to I like, suppose I, I you've done. I'm not pretending that I didn't do things because I know myself and I can definitely be like a dick and careless. And I'm sure I did do things that, you know, because as of right now I can sit back and think like, oh, I didn't do anything. Cause I in my head I don't think I did, but I'm very sure that I did because that's how it goes, you know, like you don't I, like I'm not aware of all the shit that I've done and things that I've said and in you know even things I haven't even thought about that I said like who knows but yeah Allison is probably as far as friends go one of the biggest regrets that I have ever um other than that I mean I I, I keep in contact with a lot of people yeah like uh I do have a couple falling outs but like one of the falling outs, Christine, I can say her name because I'm sure she doesn't listen. I don't have a regret about that. Like yeah. that we fell out, but for a very good reason. Yeah. Other than that, like, yeah, I don't, I don't, if I knew that I hurt somebody, I probably would have those regrets. Yeah. I'm sometimes a little careless about it, but yeah, Allison would be the big one. Yeah. What about you? <sighs> you know, I mean, I think I have some regrets in terms of like people that I've lost touch with over the years, you know, especially some friends from like Los Angeles and from like my youth. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Youths. My youths. Um, but in terms of like adult friendships here in like, since I've been in Michigan, like I don't really have regrets over that stuff outside of like, you know, when I'm just being a drunk asshole and, you know, do regretful things and have to apologize to people. Right. I mean, like outside of that, like, I mean, like I don't worry about like there, there have been a few friends that I've had here in this area that I'm no longer friends with. And I don't miss those friendships. I'm grateful for those friendships to be gone out of my life. You know what I'm saying? So there's no regret that way. Outside of maybe potentially meeting those people and allowing them into my life. Yeah, that can be a big one. That is potentially my only regret in terms of friendships here in in my Metro Detroit years. And as far as like exes go too, I have a couple exes here that like I think of so fucking highly and I love them and I regret some of the things that I did. Um, nothing good came out of it and it was bad. And I, yeah, those are big regrets I have because I respected those people and like, I love them still to this day and I'm very close with them. And, you know, I made some really fucking shitty decisions and like careless decisions. And again, no regrets living for the moment. Yeah. And like at the expense of other people. And I, those are big regrets. That's exactly it. Expense of other people. When it's at the expense of somebody else, it's, 
It's shitty. Yeah, those are big regrets I have. But I don't know. I guess we all live life sort of. You know, I think the other thing that I have to say, though, is, is that even though I've been going through some things, like I said at the top of the show, um, Swedish fish, for example, been going through those. Um, <laughs> Swedish fish. Swedish fish. Um, it, it's sort of one of those other times of my life where I am sort of, you know, reevaluating things and kind of coming back around to not wanting to live the rest of my life with regret, right? So yeah. like trying to figure out what that means now in this next chapter of my life, right? And like trying to figure out how to transition out of the job that I have into other things that I would rather Podcasting. do, you know? Absolutely. Puppeteering, yeah. Puppeteering is my life's blood. I mean, without it, I don't think I could breathe. So, Fair. I mean, that's what I would like to start focusing my time on. And so, yeah, I mean, so that's kind of where I am, you know, that we are in this transitional period looking to have no regrets again. Yeah. Well, I feel like my transitional period happened a few years back when I really kind of settled into living here. And I kind of started being friends with people that I lost touch with before because of my shitty actions, you know, and some of our good friends now that yeah. I reconnected with. And I feel like I really sort of worked through those regrets and I'm good with those people now. So it's better. But yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to own up to your fucking mistakes because you know what? Like sometimes you can think of them as like, eh, you know, no regrets, this and the other. But if it is expensive, another person, it will catch up with you and it will fucking hurt them and hurt you in the long run. And on that note, I also think that Reaching out to those people and saying whatever you need to say to them in terms of your apologies, fine, great, wonderful. Do that if that's what you feel like you need to do. But I also think that none of that requires a response from those people. A hundred percent. Those people do not owe you anything. Nope. So if they do not respond to you, recognize that as a consequence of your actions and them living without well, regret. Well, well, if it's not the consequences of my actions, yes. You know, I mean- yeah. Sometimes that happens too. No regrets. No regrets. Speaking of regrets. Let's regret our crushes. Let's do it. Regrets. I've had a few. Regrets. But too many to mention. I think that's right. I don't know about you. But too many to mention. You got I, a crush? I'm waiting to see this one regret. Go ahead. Let's see. If you could see her face, you would see the face of a thousand regrets. Oh. A thousand regrets. Pure regret. Yes. Um, crushes. Crushes. Crush. Do the crush thing. Crush, 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 crush. Yeah. I want to know your crush, Nicole. It is not a good episode without the crush from you. My crush this week is Haley Steinfeld. You know who she is? I have zero okay. idea. She, she's a little young, to be fair, but also, so she was in the show Dickinson, which is about Emily Dickinson, and it is one of the most beautiful fucking queer shows on the planet. Ah. Yeah, and it's on um, Apple TV, and it's, I, I, I feel like anybody. I, most people probably know it. Anybody who's anybody would know Dickinson, but obviously anyway. I don't, and so I'm nobody. It's so good, <laughs> and it's like it's cut with all this like new music, and it's um, uh, 
yeah, so Haley Steinfeld and Ella Hunt, and Ella Hunt is queer in real life, and and she plays um, what is Emily's Sue? She plays Sue, so it's like this like queer relationship, and it's so much representation. It's beautifully shot, and it's a beautiful show, and yeah, so Emily, I mean, Emily Dickinson, obviously, obviously, but Haley is my crush this week. I love that. Yeah. So wait, what's the show called again? Dickinson. Okay, I got to check so that out. It's good. on Apple TV. Yes. Oh my God, my mom will die. It's she loves Emily Dickinson. So beautiful. Mother, are you listening? I know you are. Watch it. <laughs> we'll watch it together. Lady La. We'll watch it together. <laughs> All right. So my crush this week is Marianne Rendon. And I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong. Uh, but she is in this show. Have you have you seen the show Imposters? The Imposters. Yes, I fucking love that show. Is that uh, the girl? She plays Jules Langmore. She plays the girlfriend. One of the girlfriends. Also she plays super the wife. Hot. Yes, the wife. Super the, hot. Yeah, the ex-wife of. And I love her because, like, her character is super weird and like surprising and interesting and funny and kind of all of those things sure and I, I kind of really imposters is, it's a great show if you guys are looking for something to watch this like i mean kind of a thriller it's imposters fun. is yeah. brilliant i yeah. mean well it's all about con artists and yes the light. so good so yeah if you're not into that kind of thing you're not going to be into the show it's but such it's, a good show, i though. think it's enjoyable and yeah i really think she's a great asset to it and like uh, seeing her blossom in in uh, Mexico is just so wonderful. That's I love all. that. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so uh, socials. Queered Podcast on Instagram. At Queerdos on Facebook. Facebook. And uh, yeah, leave us a message. Rate, um, review, subscribe. Please. And uh, yeah, we're going to start dropping episodes on Fridays. That's the new plan. Yeah, so, so it's no longer see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. It's it's more of a cunt as opposed to a cunt. What? It's a conf. What does that mean? See you next Friday. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm dumb. No, but yeah, it's just easier to get it done through the week and especially It gives us a little bit of wiggle room in terms yeah. of editing so, yeah. all the things. All right. We so. do it all ourselves because working we are. nine to five. Mm -mm. I wish you would have written like working three, two, four. <laughs> but yeah, it's nine to five. So, um, yeah. So we will see you next Friday. And be weird. Stay queer. We love you. Bye. Bye. Oh. As psychologists. <laughs> it just I'm <laughs> Sarah narcissism. As psychologists, but it's That's probably anti-mixtape, right? I mean, I mean, I feel like we should definitely do it. I'm Sarah Narcissism as psychologist, but it. That's probably how you get some random ass weird notes that yes. you're like. <laughs>